0: Welcome to the Jason Staten Leadership Podcast. Today we're going to dive into a topic that I know you're gonna to wanna to stick around to hear me talk about. It's gonna help you, it's gonna bless you. There are three foundational facts about everybody that is on this podcast right now, including myself, and I wanna share with you. And that is first of all that you have infinite potential. As a God created being, you have infinite potential. We were created in the image of an infinite God, and within us he placed that infinite potential. Secondly, you have more ability than you think that you do. And then thirdly, you are not meant to do this alone. And I can help you get there, wherever that is that God has for you to get to in life. Thank you for joining me today. This topic is going to help you just get a little bit closer to where God wants you to be. So stick with me as we dive into our topic for the day. Again, thank you for joining me today. Today we're going to talk about a subject that when I share with you the title, uh, it's maybe more intriguing than it is Revelation, but the topic I want to share with you is durable garments. And there's a passage of scripture in Isaiah chapter 23 and 18, and I'm just going to read the passage to you. It says, And her merchandise and her hire shall be holiness to the Lord. It shall not be treasure nor laid up, for her merchandise shall be for them that dwell before the Lord. To eat sufficiently and for durable clothing. There's a lot said in that passage, but I, I want to take this, the, the final phrase out of that. And, and I realize today I'm, I'm kind of lifting it out of its context, but the writer there in Isaiah talks about durable clothing. And I, I want to talk to us about uh, durable clothing. And the reason I want to talk about it is, is uh, we, you know, we live in a time right now where there's a lot of strain, a lot of pulling. Um, society is being very divided. Um, I mean, you, if we were to make a list of all of the divisive topics and and issues that are going on right now, I, where where would you even stop? Uh, that you know, you've got the masks versus no masks. Um, you, you even beyond if you could dive deeper into that, you could look at you know, do we do we trust in science or or, or are these scientists? uh you know manipulating us. Um I mean you could dive, you could go down that rabbit hole, you know, forever. Um then we have of course all of the racial issues that are going on right now in our in our society. We have uh we have the political issues that are are, are very heated right now. And and even most recently we have the election, which as of the time of this filming uh is still undecided as to who our president is going to be for the next four years. And each of these, these are not small issues. These are you know, families being divided over these issues. People uh, not wanting to get together for Thanksgiving. Well, if their governor is still allowing them to do that um, over these kind of issues. So there, there are uh, tremendous issues that we're dealing with. And we feel them in our society. We feel them in our homes. We feel them certainly in the church as well. The church is not excluded from these by any uh, measure. And and there is a pulling that is taking place. And, and so I, want, I feel like the, Analogy of, of, uh, durable garments and, and, uh, certainly I, you know, I, I wear, uh, suits when I preach. And one thing I've learned is that, uh, suits are not made for the way that I preach. I'm a very passionate preacher. I'm very, um, expressive, uh, loud, I guess some would say. And I move around a lot and uh, I sweat a lot. Those of you that have seen me preach, you know, uh, that it, it can almost be distracting how much I sweat and suits the fabric of suits is not really made for that and uh, you know I think if I were to uh, have the ideal suit it would be made from Carhartt material you know that thick almost cardboard material that uh, can withstand a beating but you know I've learned the hard way that after a while you know the, the the suits that I buy the company that I buy my suits from they they tell me you know you, you, you shouldn't dry clean your suits more than two, maybe three times a year. And that, that's just not an option. The way that I preach, if I did that, uh, you know, I reference um, Pigpen, Charlie Brown's friend with the cloud of dust and the flies following him. That would be me. So I have to get my suits dry cleaned uh, probably 24 times a year, if, if not a, at least once a month, if not more than that. Uh, and, anyway, and and what I notice is be- between all of the, the 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 dry cleaning and the wear and tear that my suits don't last. All right. And, and, after a while, the fabric will tear, and so when we talk about durable garments, I, I, I you know, the, the the tension that is there in our society right now is tangible, and it's tangible in so many ways. Um, my opinion, and not not just my opinion, what I feel, um, what I know in my spirit, and uh, is that it's it's not going to get less; it's going to get worse. The closer. The Bible tells us that as we get closer to the coming of the Lord, that times are going to get more and more evil. And we are I think where we're at right now as a society is is only going to get worse. And the pull and the strain, the uh, division, the divisiveness of issues is only going to increase. And that doesn't mean that we can't make it through it. and Because the same Bible that tells us that the times are going to get worse is the same Bible that also tells us that in the last day, God is going to pour out his spirit on all flesh. So it's going to be a, a divisive time, but it's also going to be the greatest hour for the church. That lets me know that the church is going to remain intact. But to be a part of that church is going to take incredible intentionality. And so this topic that I just want to talk to you for a couple of minutes about, I'm going to use the analogy of sewing. Now, I don't sew. Um, when I was a kid, you know, I... I owned like one pair of jeans and I played uh, football in the street in those jeans. I played uh, soccer in the yard in those jeans, kickball in the cul-de-sac in those jeans, wiffle ball in the side yard in those jeans. And they had grass stains and, you know, rips in the knees. And uh, my mom would take those jeans and she would uh, sew a patch into, them, you know, put a put a patch on the knees. And then I'd be back in the game. And, uh, you know, I didn't I didn't know then it wasn't cool to go to, school with grass stains on your jeans. I thought, you know, that was, that earned me respect. Um, obviously I, I know now a little too late, but really the, the patches my mom put in my jeans was, was about my experience with sewing. So I, I, I did some research into this, but when it comes to a garment and, and, and so I'm using the analogy of that garment being um, the, the tearing of a garment to the strain that we feel right now in society. And if and if we aren't prepared, and if we don't do the things that I'm going to talk about, we, our churches, our families, our faith, uh, our society, is, there, there is going to be a tearing. All right. So I want to share three things that are essential in sowing that I believe have great parallel into our lives, into our relationships with others, our relationship within the church and our families and our own faith. Um Obviously, most most often when a garment tears, it's most likely to tear at a seam, which is a point where two materials come together. All right. So the first thing that I want to talk about, the first element that is going to ensure that the garment survives the rigors is the fabric. Right? What What's going to ensure that you make it through this season? What's going to ensure that our families make it through? What's going to ensure that our churches remain strong during this time is the fabric and the fabric is simply what you and I what what are you made of? All right what what are you made of again for me carhartt would be the right material because you you know you can, it's going to be difficult to tear the those clothing that are you know those carhartt um clothing items because they're they're made for that they're durable they're made for wear and tear that that you know the the, the wool or cotton that's that fine wool that that is made uh, you know that nice suits are made is not made for for the, the the pressure that is put there, the tearing that takes place, and, and so the question here is that the first principle of whether or not we're going to make it through this season is what are you made of? Right? What, what are you? We're 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 about to find out what we're really made of, right? And and that that isn't tested, you know, on a Sunday stroll. That's not tested in times of comfort and ease. No, what we're made of, what our churches are made of, what, what, the, what the saints in our churches are made of, what our family members are made of is about to be tested. All right. Well, what am I really made of? Ephesians chapter four, verse three and four tells us this endeavor to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. And then it goes on and says there is one body, one spirit, even as you are called in hope of your calling. And that word endeavor just means make every effort. That means I've got to do Whatever I can do to make sure that the garment doesn't tear, to make sure that, that there's no division. All right. So who we really are is about to be revealed. All right. If, if, if the number one, uh, most important thing in your world, uh, is, is, is politics and I, you know, politics obviously has its place. I think we should care. There are issues that are very important, uh, within the political paradigm that, that should matter and And I think we should care about them, but that is second beneath number one that I'm a Christian and I'm a part of the body of Christ, all right, and so you know if something happens politically that I'm in favor of rather than me getting on social media and spiking the football in everybody's face, maybe I don't do that. why? because I want to keep unity in the body all right um you know if if, if there's so many different issues that we could dive into, but it, what you're made of, what you and I are made of is about to be revealed in this hour. So I would say the one thing that I can control is what I'm made of. I can make sure that I am ready for what's coming. Okay, I I can do some things to make sure that I'm ready for whatever's coming. Secondly, uh, in the the principle of sewing that ensures that the garment doesn't come apart at the seams is the thread, right? In order for the garment to keep from coming apart, the thread that you use is important, And and the thread is the element that holds it together where those two cuts of material uh, come together. The thread is what holds it together. And and when it comes to thread, again, from my research, again, I don't know that I've ever bought a spool of thread on purpose. Um, I may have accidentally bought a spool of thread. I don't remember. But the research that I did simply revealed this to me and that is uh, you get what you pay for. So if you get $4 spool of thread, don't expect it's going to hold up when the strain comes. I, in my research, I found a spool of thread that was, now it was a larger spool, granted, but it was like hundred and thirty dollars for one spool of thread, and, and and it was it was touted as a durable thread that it's going to hold up. Now, I, obviously, there's probably limitations to the usage of that, but if you want if you want it to hold up, you you got to buy, you you can't cut corners when it comes to the thread if you want it to be durable. All right so so yes the fabric is essential what you and I are made of is is important uh, but if you have the best fabric but you you decide to go cheap on the thread what you're going to end up when the strain starts coming is a ruined garment All right so we we're, we're about to find out again yes we're going to find out what the fabric is but we're also going to find out when the strain starts coming what what did we choose uh what, what thread did we choose what did we choose to bind us together did, did we cut corners? Did we go for the cheap stuff? Or did we use the expensive? Did we use the good stuff? And, and it's it's not, again, it's not on the Sunday stroll that the thread is tested. It, it's in it's under immense pressure that the thread is tested. So for the church, you know, I, I know kind of the, the going thing right now to build churches off of and, and, you know, hold churches together is entertainment and personalities. You know, if you've got a good Charis, uh, you know, a charismatic pastor with a lot of, I don't mean as denominationally, I'm just saying with a lot of charisma and great personality and you've got a great music program and you've got lots of talent and you've got the right lighting and all of that, then okay, that that's fine. But when the pressure starts coming, that that's not going to do it. And we're seeing that happen even now. Reports that I've seen that churches are down to as much as 30% of their membership still holding intact to what it was before covid came. Why why is that? Why why are churches coming apart at the seams? Because we were using cheap thread. Right? Doctrine is expensive thread. All right? When we say expensive, it means it's going to cost you something. All right? If it if it doesn't cost you anything, if it's easy to come about, then don't 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 be surprised when the pressure comes and things start unraveling. You chose that thread, okay? It's like the three pigs that chose to build their house, and and then when the wolf came, you know, the the, the two were bewildered because their house fell apart, and the one dude that decided to invest in brick, his house stood, and and the two that are bewildered, they don't understand why. Well, it's because you decided to cut corners in what you built with, and so it is with thread. You know that, uh, you know, through my time of pastoring, I've had people come and tell me we make too much of a big deal about doctrine here. If we'll just kind of back down on doctrine, we can grow our church. We can reach more people. Um, and now we're finding that maybe not so true. Yes, it costs something. I've had families leave because they, they thought doctrine, we, we put too much emphasis on doctrine. Um, you know, we could have cut some corners. We could have, we have a talented enough church here. I think we could whip up enough charisma uh we we could we could invest in the lights, we could invest we could do all those things, and I think we could could have uh built a, a greater following. But now, when the pressure comes and the seam is starting to be pulled, now is when you find out, did you use the right thread? And if we continue in Ephesians 4, that passage after it talks to us about endeavoring to keep the unity. In verse five, it goes on. It says, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and father above who is above all and through all and in you all. What, what is the writer? Hey, we're gonna to endeavor to, to keep unity, but here's how we're gonna hold it all together. Doctrine, all right? Doctrine is how we're gonna do it. First Timothy four and 16, Paul writes to Timothy and says, take heed unto thyself and into the doctrine. Continue in them for in doing this, thou shalt save thyself and all them that hear thee. Right. Again, Paul is saying to Timothy, doctrine is important. Use the right thread, Timothy. This isn't the cheap stuff. This is the good thread. But when the strain starts coming, Timothy, that's going to be what holds it all together. So it's church, it's not time to switch to cheap thread. It, it, this is the time, this is where it's paying off that we use the right thread. The oneness of God. New birth. You got to repent, be baptized in Jesus' name. Marvel not, you must be born again, born again of the water and of the spirit. Holiness, a life of separation from our world. All right. I know we get a lot of hits for holiness, but I'm telling you, thank God for it. All right. Right now, when our world is losing its mind and there we got 500 genders out there and nobody knows, let alone do they not know what their purpose is. They don't even know who they are, what they are. All right. A lot of that could have been saved if we would have just, if society would have listened to the word of God, where where there, you know, that a woman should not wear that which pertaineth to a man. And, and I know I'm going a little deep today. Um, the doctrine of eternity. That's gotten away from the church. We don't preach about eternity any longer. It's all, all about your best life now. Well, I don't want this to be my best life. I want my best life to be the one that's to come. The blood of Jesus. That's not cheap doctrine. That's expensive. That's a The the most costly doctrine. The blood of Jesus. All right. So. First the fabric, what are we made of? the thread, what are we using to bind it all together? and then finally the stitching, all right So you got the fabric, you got the thread, but now how do you how the technique of binding those together and and, and the the stitching is how the thread is applied to the fabric. And if you have the right fabric and, and you got the right thread, but you don't use the right stitch, your garment is going to pull apart. There are all kinds of again, from my research, many different. Um, types of stitching that are used, all right? But as I began to read about this, and and I'm going to try to bring this podcast to a conclusion, but the most durable stitching that can be used, all right, the absolute most durable that's going to withstand the the, the strain and the pull, the tug, the the, the pressure that is put there by the the stretching is called the backstitch. And fundamentally, the backstitch is when you go over each area twice, so you kind of you know, weave the needle in and then you go back and do it all over again. It's, it's doing everything twice. The other factor of backstitching that is important is that you can't do it with the sewing machine. Right? It has to be done by hand. And both of these factors that we're going over every area twice and we can't do it with the machine. There's no put your foot down on the pedal and just go. No, it's, it's by hand and it's everything twice. And these, both of these point to the factor of being intentional. So, yes, we hopefully we've got the right fabric and, and hopefully we're using the, the right thread. But we must be intentional in this hour. If we're going to make it through this hour, if we're going to make it through the. Be, I, I know what the Bible says and I know what I see happening around me. And I know what the Holy Ghost is speaking in this hour is that this, what we're seeing right now is nothing compared of what's going to come. All right. and, and if we're going to be ready for that, we have to be intentional. We got to be intentional. We got to use the backstitch. We got to go over everything twice. All right. So, you know, all all the little things that, that we've been hearing about that are essential and critical to our growth. We need to be intentional about them right now. Daily devotions, fellowship within the church body, being at church. Virtual church does not replace the, the church. All right. These are essential. So you better... Get yourself stitched into the body. Now, these these things might have been viewed as electives in spiritual development at at one time, but now it's time to go over them twice, all right? If you've been praying once a day, pray twice a day. If you've been reading a scripture once a day, read read two of them a day. If you've been memorizing a passage one a day, memorize two passages a day, all right? Uh, Think about what you do before you do it. Think about what you say. Think twice before you say it. Think twice before you do it. Think twice before you post it. I'll let that one settle in. All right. Why? Because I want the church to make it. I don't don't want there to be a a rending of the garment in this time. I don't want there to be a tear. All right. So uh, I I just want to challenge you all. I'm not a doomsdayer. I I believe that, yes, the times are going to get more difficult as Jesus uh, coming draws near. But I also believe the church is going to see our greatest revival. All right. But. Those three factors are essential, all right? The the church is, there is going to be a church. I do know that. There is going to be a church and that church will not be divided because when division happens, you're no longer the church, all right? So the church is going to be united and it's going to be those that are made of the right stuff, that have sewed with the right thread and are backstitching. They're, they're, They're being intentional about bringing everything together. So thank you today for joining us on the podcast. Uh, Hopefully we'll see you again uh, very soon. Talk to you soon on our next podcast. And again, don't forget today that you have infinite potential. As a creation of God, you have infinite potential. That you have more ability than you think you do. You're not meant to do this alone. And I can help you get there.